0: everybody this is the simpson show i'm robbie with my co-host matt and we are here to talk about the simpsons from the beginning matt how are you
1: i am fantastic i long for the days as a long-haul trucker uh i, I miss those days back when we got paid 40 40 an hour to sit around and do nothing oh wait that's not how trucking works
0: it's never yeah there actually were there were some truckers on the on the on the uh, news group uh that week who were very uh they were just like Actually, no, it's not quite that yeah, they're they weren't upset, I guess. They were just like most Simpsons fans, they were just pedantic.
1: Hoping to educate.
0: Yeah, they were they're just like no, this is the truth. Here are facts. Um Hi guys. We are brought to you by Sports on Patreon. You can support us by going to patreon dot com slash the Simpsons show. For only two dollars a month you gain access to all of our bonus content. Uh five dollars to get you uh unedited episodes a little bit early. Um so You, you... need to hear all my stuttering. Woo <laughs> I, that's you're pretty good, Matt. Honestly, you don't start it that much. You're 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 well spoken individual. We have a couple people to thank, Matthew. Uh, the best people in the world. All right. Yep. Uh, first Nicholas Khan. Nicholas. Thank you very much. Thank you very much, Nicholas Kahn! And now he has
1: dropped us forever. Thanks, <laughs> Robbie.
0: <laughs> I had to. You guys, sh- you guys, shoot your shot. Uh, and then Charles McNeil. Thank you, Charles. Thank you, Charles. Um, before we get started, hopefully. By the time you are listening to this, the entire entire archive of episodes will be up on our RSS feed. Cross your fingers that it's working by the time you hear this. Because I'm going to be <laughs> flipping the switch uh, between now and then. And hopefully everything works. You can go listen to our early bad episodes. Uh, and if any of them don't work, let me know. I've recreated yes, let Robbie know. I've, he, re- uh, I've recreated our he's entire the hard-working one. I've recreated recreated our entire archive, cleaned it up to a certain extent on a new host, and now there's been website problems and hosting problems, and hopefully everything is gonna work. We'll see. On to this week's episode. Is Maximum Homer Drive episode A A B F thirteen originally aired March twenty eighth nineteen ninety nine written by John Swartzwater directed by Swinton O Scott the third received a nine point four rating with a fifteen percent share meaning it was seen by nine point four percentage of the population and fifteen percent of the people watching television at the time of its broadcast. Get that, get all that. Yep. Matt? Uh, even though <laughs> Nielsen families are not that's that's just them. That's not necessarily true. That is just they have a, a they have boxes in a very select amount of people's houses, and they just extrapolate that to the entire TV watching. But they're population. totally
1: representative, Robbie. I mean, you know, I, they obviously. would
0: they would definitely like you to believe that. Uh, otherwise, people won't buy their data. But I don't necessarily trust it. Uh, the chalkboard gag. It is not suck to be you. Eh, not really oh
1: children's insults from the 90s it,
0: yes it does That's. i mean they're it's they're always bad and they we have them now and then the ones that we have now will eventually become passe and thank god we'll get new ones because i'm really tired of <laughs> our current the current uh cadre of of insults they are yeah. getting very tiresome the couch gag Ah, uh, the family have been reversed so that Bart, Lisa, and Maggie are adults with Homer and Marge as kids. It's cute. I like it. It's weird. Oh my gosh. Yeah, it's it's sweet though. They have like like they actually. It's it's not so bad. Um, we start the show with the family at the dinner table, like like they do. It's a it's. I I think the two most popular ways that episodes begin is either the family watching television or the family eating. I think. Everything else is left in the dust. Those two things are the far away, uh, the leader's going into the clubhouse. Uh, we find out that Homer refused refused a tetanus shot after getting bit by Lenny, which and then gets Lockjaw, which is implying that he has rabies, and Lenny is also transmitting rabies. Is that what I, I... I'm supposed to understand that, right, Matt? That's, I think, where they're going with it, but it's a little obtuse, and thankfully it just doesn't matter. It doesn't matter, because... Lisa interrupts the story that Bar- that Homer is telling, uh, and by railing against a recent—I I, don't—I guess it's an—is an, it a new restaurant? Is it new? Is that why she's angry? I think that's why everyone you know but cares about it. It's not—it doesn't matter. Lisa's angry at a new uh steakhouse.
2: Lousy meat-eating scum, huh? Not you. I'm going over to protest this disgusting new restaurant called The Slaughterhouse. It's decorated with hanging steer carcasses and a fountain of blood. Oh, I heard about that place on the Red Grocer. The worst part is, you pick out your own cow and they kill it right in front of you. Well, maybe the animals don't mind, honey. They might enjoy being the center of attention. I think I read somewhere that cows like being killed. Wait. There's a place like that in Springfield. Then why are we eating this crap? Come on, everybody! We're going to the slaughterhouse. You didn't need to knock the food on the floor.
0: Didn't I? So didn't he? Well, uh, no. No, really. no, no. There's that's the the question that I think Marge should just be asking every one every episode. Is like, didn't you really have to do that? And ultimately, no. The answer is no. He did not have to do that, but. They have to keep doing it some, yep. somehow. Otherwise, uh, there's no plot. There's no there's no way you can make a good plot. Yes, yeah, so you have to have Homer destroy things, which I think that is the season ten uh, formula. It is Homer just throw it, push him into chaos, and ho and hey, plot happens. So they go to the new restaurant, which is not new. If there's already people who've won, who beaten the that's the thing that already plot holes matt the the they have it there's a challenge there for steak eating that two people have already done if it's a new restaurant wouldn't there be no chances
1: well i i think they mean new ish like you know how you hear of a restaurant it's been open like a month or two but apparently their challenge is so easy it's already been
0: beaten <laughs> by two people which uh we find out yeah. uh they go to the they go to the slaughterhouse uh everything is meat including the menu mr burns is there killing a atrocious amount of cows which i don't I don't want to go to a restaurant where they literally are killing the cows in front of me. That's one. No, uh, I prefer to ignore the whole idea of. I'm not. I don't mind. I. I I don't mind the knowledge of it. I just don't like. I don't want it to be in a re- Like that's. It seems unsanitary. I think well, you should, yeah. you should have places that the 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 animals are slaughtered and butchered, and then the meat is brought to the rest. Ah, okay, I don't. Again, this this episode does not care about any of that. It is not trying to be realistic. Uh, I shouldn't engage with it like it is. But Homer is upset that the steak on the menu is so limited and wants a bigger steak.
2: Wait a minute, is this the biggest steak you've got? 72 ounces? I thought this was supposed to be a steakhouse, not a little girly, underpantsy, pink doily, tea party place. Well, there is one steak that's only available by special request. Uh, We call it uh, sirloin-a-lot. It's uh, the size of a boogie board. Ooh, I'll have that one. And a drink? Meatballs. Very good, sir. Ladies and gentlemen, this brave man has accepted the Sir loin Challenge. He will pit his stomach against 16 pounds of indomitable tenderloin. Yeah. They like me because I'm brave. Only two people have ever finished the whole thing. Uh, if you want some friendly advice, pal, I wouldn't tackle the big one right away. Oh, yeah? What do you know about it? It's you! You're him! You're Tony Randall! <laughs> Red Barkley's my name. I'm a trucker, and I've eaten steaks from coast to coast with taters and toast. Take my advice. This one's not for greenhorns. Greenhorns? Who's a greenhorn? What's a greenhorn? It's an insult. Sock him, Dad. Sock everybody. Oh, you're just jealous because you don't have the belly for it anymore, mister. No belly. Mister hasn't got a belly. Well, I have just finished a whole lamb, but uh, I reckon I could take you to school. You're on, boy.
0: So Red, Barkley, and Tony Randall are the only people who've eaten the boogie board steak. Yep. 16 pounds. Seems... Excessive? It
1: seems Insanely Im- excessive? It seems impossible. Uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure most stomachs couldn't uh, handle that much beef.
0: I don't... I mean, I know that there are food, uh, com- competitive eaters who do shove a lot of food in their, in their stomachs, but it's, I, mm, I, I don't know. Again, this episode, not, not interested in being realistic at any point. I think, I don't think, nope. I don't think there's ever, they are never engaging with a real version, a, even a close approximation of reality uh they are they are it it is looney tunes basically so homer and red which i like red i like I,
1: he seems like a pretty decent guy
0: i like red i think red's a good character um i think red is a cool character a cool character design i think he it's an interesting design he has i think uh hank azaria does a voice for him i feel it's appropriate voice uh says it's a nick Nulty impression basically which I, I i get it it's it's getting there um there's a problem though in that red and homer engage in this eating contest uh and red wins the problem is he also dies
2: what's happening to me there's still food but i don't want to eat it I've become everything I've ever hated. (laughs) Winner and still champion, reliable Red Barkley. (laughs) It's hats off to you, Red. You're a true American hero, and you did it with style and dignity. And, hey, you're not breathing. Don't people usually breathe? This man is dead. Looks to me like beef poisoning, <gasps> probably from some other
1: restaurant.
0: Oh, past wow. the ribs. Oh, past the ribs. Uh, yes, beef poisoning, but totally from some other restaurant. I don't, I, I don't, what is beef poisoning, Matt? Could you explain that to me? I have no idea, but you know,
1: <laughs> I, I assume it's totally a thing.
0: I would say he probably uh, ate too much food. Uh, and, angor- and that, I, I, I don't know. I that could probably kill you, right? If you eat too much, maybe your stomach explodes.
1: That's yeah. That's kind of what I, I would assume. Uh, I mean, unless well, there's some kind of chemical in beef, like beef is pretty bad for you. I mean, humans are not really equipped to eat beef. So, uh, maybe there's something in there. There's too much nitrogen or some other chemical that'll just screw you up. It tastes good though, man.
0: Eh, what? Eh? Beef is meat. Cheeseburger?
1: No, no, you don't. I'm eh? just happy with a turkey burger. Uh phew, gross. What kind of man are you? Sorry Robbie, some people are different from you. I know
0: that that shocks you. Uh, pain different? Oh. <laughs> uh so Red is dead, which is unfortunate because I like Red. Uh
1: that's true, but it's it's a great arc for a Simpsons character. They just show up and they're immediately dead. Well, so I guess it's perfect. You get just enough of them. Yeah, I
0: I I think Red would have been a great reoccurring character. I think that's the it's a little short sighted. I think they had a, a a dearth of good supporting characters in post after Phil Hartman passed. They lost both Troy McClure and Lionel Hutz. They they brought in Gill and Lindsay Nagel. Neither of them. Are as good as either Lionel Hutz or Troy McClure. So I, I, I think at that's that true. as soon as Phil Hartman passed, I think I would have started like, okay, let's get some. Like they they try with Duffman. No, that's not, that's a no go. They try with Disco Stew, comic book guy. They bring in all these other guys as like, hey, we're going to, we want these supporting characters that repeatedly show up and they're just not quite there. And I, you know, you got to, tr- I think, I'm not saying Red is the solution but you got to have a lot of a lot of people there like a lot of characters in the wings and and eventually one of them will hit and work really well and we can bring them up we can promote them to the lionel hutz Troy McClure level but they kill red they uh or like uh crop duster man where's where's he uh, the skyrider guy i want him <laughs> really that's your choice the skyrider guy okay hey matt what was Gil the first time he showed up?
1: Uh, He was the real, was it was Re- Re- Realty time.
0: Bites. That's where Gil first shows up. Oh, yeah, but, was the Jack Lemmon guy. Yeah, the Jack Lemmon character. But I- I'm like, and then he just kind of be- always became that salesman character. I-, I think you could just have him like, just like he could be Skyrider guy. And then, hey, he's another, we- he's an- well, a trucker in this episode, maybe. And then and Homer runs into him. He's like, weren't you a Skyrider? And, the- and he's like, yep. And then they don't explain it. Like, there's plenty of. Yeah. But I mean, like, you got to have a lot. You can't just constantly promote. You got to have new ones and killing them off with steak is not necessarily, I think, the best solution. Regardless, it's my this is the end of my appreciation of Red segment. We follow Homer as the truckers say goodbye to Red. We learn that Red's truck still has a delivery to make. And Homer decides to take over Red's delivery. You'd better take one of these, too. He's eaten quite a lot.
1: There goes the finest trucker who ever lived.
2: He called me Greenhorn. I called him Tony Randall. It was a thing we had. In 38 years, he never missed a shipment. But I guess this is one delivery old red won't be making. Oh, yes, he will. And on time, too. Oh, no, no. I've got you, honey. I owe it to old Red as both his friend and his killer. Oh, let me go with you, Dad. Don't you have school? Don't you have work? Ah, touche. Bye, Marge. <laughs> Aren't you going to say bye? Goodbye, Omar. That didn't sound like you meant it. Oh, all right. Goodbye, sweetheart. Have a nice trip. That's more like it. So on, suckers!
0: <laughs> so... I think I feel like I'm Marge in this instance. I feel like Marge is, again, <laughs> the voice of reason here. And and then not just like a little bit of
1: reason, like even the tiniest remote bit of reason is this is the dumbest idea Homer has had in a really
0: long time
1: in a history of
0: bad ideas. And I, I, I Marge feels like she's speaking directly from me. She's like, but the first act was was pretty decent, Homer, when you weren't a trucker. Are you sure this is a good idea? Are you sure that the episode is going to turn out great with you being a trucker? And that that truck with Homer driving away with Bart in it is the writers and the creative staff of the show going, yeah, it's going to be great, sucker. And then they drive away and we go to commercial.
1: <laughs> That's true. I forget, did you say we're going to commercial I, because I we did, go to commercial? I did
0: say that, Matt. I did say, okay. we, and we just go to commercial. Okay, just making sure. Did, didn't want to leave anyone confused about what's happening. Yes, right? I understand. Clarity is very important.
1: Uh-huh. So when we come back, we find Bart and Homer on the open road discussing their situation.
2: Shit. Come on. Ah, I'm getting the hang of this thing. I don't know why I didn't become a trucker before. Well, you're not really a trucker now. Oh, yeah? My left arm says different. Well, according to Red's schedule, we have to make it to Atlanta in three days. Basically, okay. just need a little truck driving music. If you want to be my lover, you got to get with my friends, make it last forever. Friendship
1: yeah. the open road. If you be my
2: lover.
0: Yes, perfect music uh, I... for the open road. That's some real trucking music. <laughs> some Spice Girls for you, Matt. I, apparently, that was a late edition. To uh, the episode, because originally Dan Castellaneta like sang an entire parody uh, about trucking. That's like it was a trucking song that is a Dan Castellaneta singing about people getting murdered on the open road and accidents and stuff. And apparently it was too gruesome, which. Well, yeah, that's the other thing that was dropped was when Mr. Burns gets all those cows killed that we originally they actually showed the cows dying. Or getting hit Move. by the, getting hit by the little piston gun, their gun thing they have. So they, I am, I I wonder if that's on the DVDs or not. Because if something's too gruesome for this season, I can't imagine how gruesome it is. It must be horrendous. But I don't mind Wannabe by the Spice Girls. It's a it's it's a good good joke moment. Uh, in the episode, you know, it's a good trucking song. Right? It sure is. Anything that keeps you awake and alert while trucking is a
1: trucking song, because, yeah.
0: Yeah, it's important. It's necessary. Yep.
1: So, yes. Uh, Homer uh, then tries to run a little kid off the road, because a little kid makes the blow your horn sign. Uh, Homer pulls the lever for the horn, but apparently Red has rewired
0: that on his truck, he just drops his load. Which, <laughs> that's, again, Looney tunes. That's that, Very loony tunes. That's, Everything about it. Yeah, there's no, this is not no 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 life no reality in this well of course not reality doesn't make
1: for easy jokes come on now, robbie <laughs> speaking of <laughs> go ahead Of
0: easy jokes you're right yeah absolutely yeah
1: yeah uh so yes uh we then get to our b plot the best part of this episode by far because lisa and marge are lamenting the fact that they never get to go on their own wacky adventures so instead uh they decide to shop for a new doorbell woo
0: yeah they know how to have fun, right I mean uh we do get a- that sounds like fun to me honestly if i had it, the the hey the fantasy of homeownership, matt some not all of us can fulfill that
1: that you know so well they're already homeowners so I know, you know, exactly. they're exactly fantasizing about let's make a very tiny upgrade to our house because we're poor but want something new yeah that that is the real fantasy. <laughs>
0: I mean, I, uh,
1: while that, they're in the that's uh, my dream, Matt, the you know, oh, I'm sure that's everyone's dream is to be too poor to actually, you know, upgrade to, a house. But just, you know, my dream is to own a
0: home and then be too poor to really actually upgrade it. Exactly. Uh, that's the real American dream. I mean, what? OK, Matt. Uh, OK, now you do your clip first, then I have a question for you.
1: OK, uh, so marginally Lisa go to senior ding dongs uh, where we get a, a bit of Nelson doing the flaming dog poo on a, you know, demonstration door and gill actually falling for it because of course it's it's gil uh but at that point uh marge and lisa uh talk to gil and he does not really help them at all but they end up finding what they want anyway
2: excuse me mr trainee i'm trying to find a musical doorbell <laughs> well you came to the right place we got your ding dang dongs and your do-re-me's and your cha cha uh <laughs> hey man. I'm trying to find a particular tune. It's the one that goes like, da-da-da, da-da-da.
1: Mom, is this the one you want?
2: Yes, that's it. Lisa, you want to be a doorbell salesman.
1: Oh, that's just what I need. Another piranha in the tank. Yes, poor Gil does not need the competition. Uh, but Anyway, you were saying, Robbie.
0: I I mean, I, I, I appreciate that they choose um, close to you. As the the doorbell song, they chose an appropriate, like, you know, that, that song always is going to be Homer and Marge's song to me. And them using it as the doorbell song is very nice. And it, is, it would be, I think, the choice of Marge to use as a song. Lisa, are they're not labeled, are they? Does Lisa literally just walk up to a random doorbell and pushes it and goes, this is the right one?
1: Then she's been trying them in the background and we just haven't been able to hear them. And she's like, oh, I think this is the one she wants.
0: Oh, OK. My question is, what is your doorbell song, Matt? Uh,
1: I can't remember the last time somebody actually used our doorbell. Uh, So I, I don't know. I think it's just a ding.
0: No, no. What Although would it does... what would Justin be? Justin comes to visit. You get to pick a song. Oh, what... what What do you choose? Um, How about this? Hmm. You have to pick a song.
1: I have to pick a song. Okay. And
0: there okay. is a 10% chance that it gets stuck. Like this, like I get stuck in this episode.
1: Hmm. In that case, I would probably go with mm, probably go with White and Nerdy. I could probably listen to that for quite a while. With out uh, going insane,
0: I mean, it's just a melody. You might as well just pick the original song.
1: Well, yeah, it's true.
0: But either way, some cha- I would be seeing some some chame- 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 air for you. Um, I think I would probably pick um, "Electric Eye" by Judas Priest. Don't think my wife would approve of that choice, but I <laughs> I myself personally would pick Electric Eye by Judas Priest because it is a melody that I can probably listen to many, many times and not go absolutely insane. Even though eventually anything would drive you crazy, probably. But yes, this is That's true, but thankfully I, I don't think doorbells anymore. You say this is the best part of the episode, and I, th- I, th- I would I don't know if I agree any one hundred percent with you. I think I would probably like this more if I hadn't just like watched Sunday Cruddy Sunday like a month ago and it does the exact it pulls the exact same trick this episode does. That's true. (laughs) Where Homer and Bart go on a crazy adventure while Marge and Lisa do a very mundane activity which it has some weird results, you know, in Sunday Cruddy Sunday, Vincent Price is hanging around in a phone, like he's Alive or dead, maybe, and they make eggs. But, and then in this episode, it's Homer, they're doorbells, Senor Ding Dong. And you're like, I mean, I appreciate this, I guess, the the, the charming man, uh, banality of it, but you just did the same thing in the same season, even. It's not like this is four seasons ago. I'm like, oh, they've already done this. Guys, like, I just, like, I literally just watched it, basically. Like, I it's fresh in my mind. You just pulled the same yeah. trick. And that's, a, I think, even more than the 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 multiple clunkers we've had this year, which this season, which are are pretty are terrible. Like, at least they're just one episode and you move on after them. But the fact that they just keep coming back to these same formulas, that like it feels so formulaic. And that is a thing I thought like if you look back at the, the best years of the show, it was never formulaic. It was always you never knew what you're gonna get. In this season, like every episode, I go, oh, it's going to be this. It's like, oh, Homer and Bart on a Homer on a Wacky Adventure has a third season action scene, third season, third act action scene. It has Marge and Lisa doing something cute, but ultimately meaningless. Last episode, it was Marge and Bart doing something cute and ultimately meaningless, except for, I guess, Milhouse gets some violence done to him. <laughs> getting smacked in the face. Yeah, but other than that. I don't know. It's just like, I. I it's not that I don't like Senior Ding Dong or the, you know, the, the, the doorbell stuff. It's just like, I already, I see, I see the bones, you know, I see, I see the formula there, the skeleton, and it's just like, come on guys. I, it's not like, it's not like Sunday Credit Sunday was like, f- even in the beginning of the season. It was like, a four episodes ago. It was not that long ago and already. That's true. I mean, it, it's
1: like, there's a formula. They were like, let's make episodes that are kind of like this. And it just I almost feel like after season eight, like you said, when when the production schedule kind of changed and they decided to to work a little easier on things, like that's kind of what they did is like, hey, we have these particular formulas for cranking out an episode. That way we don't have to think too hard about it. I don't know if that's true, but it seems, you know, likely.
0: I don't know. I don't you know, I'm not I wasn't in any I wasn't in production meetings. I w- it was hey. Uh, something we didn't mention in the beginning, this is the the full-on premiere of Futurama. Uh, we mentioned, I think, last was it last season or earlier this season where they showed the pilot? This is the full-on actual premiere of Futurama uh, on this night. That's why this, the ratings were so good uh, for this episode. um, Maybe Matt Greening uh, decided, I'm going to spend a lot more time on Futurama. I'm going to use a lot of the talent that was so integral to the early seasons of The Simpsons, move them over to f- put them on Futurama. I'm going to leave The Simpsons to kind of run itself for a while. I'm going to let Mike Scully do whatever he wants. And whatever he wants is to make Looney Tunes. Maybe, I don't know, uh, I think Andrew Bloom, friend of the show, has often alluded to the fact that after, you know, that previous to these years, the writers would work themselves to the bone. They'd work 14-hour days or something to make sure every episode, like they'd, like a exponentially larger amount of permutations in each episode really cutting down to like, what's the best joke? What's the best way to do this? Let's cut all the fat, make it a, a a best version of this episode we can. And you know, the rumor and the word is, Oh, they stopped doing that. They had reasonable work hours, you know, like a normal person. And right. there's a lot of reasons, a lot of people, uh, but it, it's very, that formula, whatever you want to call it is very evident here. And, Marge and Lisa with Senior Ding Dong just makes you go, oh, it's egg magic again, which is it's fine. It's funny. It is. I think it is the most charming part of the of the episode. That's for sure. Yes, that's true. Uh, so now that
1: we've gotten past how this <laughs> B plot is like several other B plots in this season. Um, we get back to uh, Homer and Bart uh, who are at a truck stop uh, and Homer loves it so much. He uh, wants to call Marge and tell her the the marriage is off and that he is going to marry the woman at the truck stop.
0: The waitress. She, she brought him. She, she brought. She brought him coffee, Matt. Come on.
1: That's true. That, that's that's really the whole reason.
0: And pie. There's yeah, pie that's, that's and coffee. What else you
1: need? There you go. Uh, but then we travel on back to Margin and Lisa, who get the doorbell installed, uh, but refuse to test it because that would be cheating somehow. Making sure something works. It sullies the experience, Matt. Come on. Hmm. Yeah. Anyway, um, in order to do that, uh, they almost got some. Uh, Jehovah's Witnesses to pop by the door, uh, but at the last minute they realize how annoying it is to, you know, go door to door and try and preach your religion to people. So uh, instead, uh, Marge and Lisa take the matters into their own hand and call Luigi's. It's time we opened up a can of whoop tushy on this situation. What's the number for Luigi's?
2: Dad's got it on the speed dial under fire. <laughs> this is it, honey. We did it. Huh? Ring the bell! Why? You already know I'm here, don't you? Just do it! Nothing doing, Missy. E. Now, do you want your half order of garlic bread or not? No, but if you'll just ring the bell...
1: Oh, that's it. I'm putting an end to this. Listen, don't, don't, don't.
2: It won't be the... Oh, it's heavenly. Why do birds suddenly appear over there, over here? Why is it playing over again? Who
1: cares? No one could ever get
2: sick of this song. Suddenly appear.
1: So, yes. Uh, Marge says that she will never, ever get tired of this music. Although, you know, obviously we will, we will put the lie to that in, in the next act. Um, we then go back to Homer and Bart, uh, who are watching a drive-in movie uh, in front of everyone. They parked their truck in the very front. So, obviously, everyone is mad at them, because why wouldn't you be? And... They stop to fish without baits and then discover that they are way behind schedule because obviously Homer can't tell time very well. So he stops for some chemical help.
2: Uh, yeah, I need something that'll keep me awake, alert, and reckless all night long. Well, Congress is racing back to Washington to outlaw these. So, hey, you can't take that many pep pills at once. No problem. I'll balance it out with a bottle of sleeping pills. <laughs> Okay, we're all set. Let's put the pedal to the metal. I hardly agree. Oh man, I'm really tired. This is a big mistake. I go. Here comes the sleeping pill. So drowsy. Pep perking up again. I can drive on.
1: So yes, uh, at the end, their Homer has fallen asleep. Uh, the, I guess the sleeping pills won in the battle with the pep pills, and they are headed towards the cliff.
0: So and that's exactly that's exactly true in real life, man. If you drink, a, if you took a whole bottle of pep pills and then a whole bottle of sleeping pills, you, your body there's a war inside, right? Yep, exactly. It's it's not going to probably kill you or make you throw up. Yeah. I would say those are the two options. You would probably be horrifically poisoned and drop and probably die, or you just immediately throw up everything because it's just too much. Uh, but because it's The Simpsons, neither of those things happen, and Matt is right because the the it is a battle in Homer's body, and the Sleepy Hills win, and they they drive off a cliff. Uh, Homer and Bart die. Uh, this is the last episode of the show. Margin. Marjorie marries to Mar Marge marries Flanders and uh Oh wait, Ma, they there Ma's still alive. N- that doesn't we know this this again Marjorie's marries uh Mo. That's what happens. Marge marries Mo <laughs> oh. and Lisa is sad. <laughs> Lisa is I yeah, I guess Lisa would be. There I mean Marge is sad for a while. She she mourns for the appropriate length of time. But no, when we come back, that is not what happens. Again, the show is not interested in realism in any way. And uh they are saved uh by a uh, auto drive system uh which takes over steers them around the cliffside and uh, eventually plops them down at a gas station next to some other truckers uh and homer's kind of confused about all this happened you'll never
2: believe what happened i fell asleep at the wheel and the truck drove here by itself yeah that Navatron auto drive systems made our jobs cushier than ever <laughs> the what now you know this thing with this baby driving your truck for you, all you got to do is sit back and feel your ass grow. The trucks drive themselves? Hey, 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 shh. Didn't your union rep tell you about the scam we got going? Well, uh, I'm not really a trucker, so I don't talk to the rep that often. All right, listen, pal, here's the deal. You stumbled on a secret that only truck drivers are supposed to know. <laughs> hey, pay attention and stop looking at that squirrel. We get 40 bucks an hour to drive these rigs. You think anybody would hire us if they knew we weren't really driving the trucks? Wow, you guys are even lazier than me. Well, don't
1: worry.
0: I'll keep your secret. See that you do. He doesn't keep the secret.
1: <laughs> no, Homer is incapable
0: of secrets. <laughs> <laughs> I, so the the almost immediately, he is uh, driving the truck. And, and like, wouldn't in real life, wouldn't Homer immediately, like this is his job now? Wouldn't that like immediately you go, Oh, I've I've crept into the situation where I don't I just sit in a truck and it drives itself and I get paid really well for it. Wouldn't it? I I, I, I imagine if this I was, would
1: assume, but uh, you know
0: I think season three Homer just this something else happens. I don't think he blabs. I think they try and remove him from their th- like uh, that's a more pro I think a rational direction but it doesn't matter homer rides the truck like it's a surfboard along with bart uh they're on, on the hood just hanging out a bus drives by sees them he yells at the bus that it's not a. that yells the secret to them that they have auto driving systems which you know 20 years later we're on the verge of that of auto drive systems <laughs> and it's still having a lot of issues um, imagine that the incredibly complicated uh system with people piloting death machines is complex is, is it's hard true. to
1: it's, it's weird it's like roads were designed for people and not for computers robots.
0: yes uh for for algorithms and AIS so he tells everyone and the truckers how do the truckers know that he tells people do they how I forget how they learn
1: they that he did it. oh uh one of the truckers sees him like on the hood of the truck uh, as not driving as he goes by a bus of people.
0: Oh, they see him do it. Okay. I get it. Um, So they call in an, an attack, you know, like the one they did Jimmy Hoffa? Basically, yes. Okay. <laughs> they put out a call to all the truckers to uh stop Homer, whatever that means. Kill him, yeah. I guess. If it's the same thing they did to Jimmy Hoffa, that means kill Homer. Yes, they are, they are out to kill Homer. That is their job. So uh, we cut back the B-plot. Marge and Lisa back at the house. The doorbell is still repeating. Uh, Marge tries to fix it.
2: Mom, I need to get some sleep. I have a test tomorrow and birds suddenly appear. I mean, English. Okay, okay, let me just get the wire cutters. Oh, your father traded our tools for M&Ms again. The heck with it.
1: I'm not sure what wires she could have pulled to get it to go faster.
0: <laughs> Again, Matt, I think if Marge started yanking out all the wires in their doorbell, eventually it would stop. You just yank out enough yes. of them. It would eventually turn it off. Whatever. Again, can't. No. We. C- Looney Tins. Just keep saying that. that you got to repeat that to yourself over and over. So the, the, now uh, the song is repeating faster, uh, which is way worse. So we cut back to the A-plot. The truckers are attacking Homer. Uh, He thinks that the auto-drive system can save him. And so he, facing uh, a wall of semis, goes for it anyway.
2: Well, well,
0: well. Looks like we got ourselves a showdown,
2: boy. All right. What are you doing? I'm keeping a promise to an American roadmaster. Huh? Red! The trucker! Big fat guy couldn't handle his steak? Oh, yeah. We'll get past that barrier somehow. Oh Blinky here will find a way. I'm afraid I can't let you do this, Red. The risk is unacceptable. I'm not Red, I'm Homer. Gotta go.
0: <laughs>
2: Dad, do something. Something better. <laughs> A genuine, steel-belted, gear-jamming rig jockey. Mm, that's a fact. Boy, howdy. You say that again? Yeah. You know, boys, I've been thinking. Maybe it's time we ditched the high-tech gizmos and went back to driving like our daddies did. Drunk? No, no, no. Using our hands and our wits. Yeah, sure, it's hard work and it's lonely as hell, but it has meaning and dignity. Huh? What do you say? Nah. Let's just find some other scam. Hey, how about bootlegging beanie babies? Sounds yeah, good to dude, me. I
1: like that. I like that. He doesn't do like that. Why does everyone think that a technology that makes your life easier and safer is a bad thing? It has less meaning, meaning does meaning mean more dangerous or, or more errors? I,
0: I I don't understand. I I I don't I I don't know how to T- tell you, I, I, this episode is not want to engage with any of those questions, man. Fair enough. Again, in that, in the the obviously, this is all uh, audio, but Homer, the the audio drive system is, sm- I guess, smart enough to eject itself from a dangerous situation.
1: <laughs> yep, just r- blew right through the ceiling <laughs> yeah, of the, the truck.
0: And, which it, I will say that it it going gotta go and just popping out of the truck did make me laugh. I did. I did laugh at that moment because it is I I at that time am like Marge earlier. I, that is the auto drive system is speaking for me. Oh, gotta go! <laughs> I wish I could just eject myself away. Yeah. Uh. So if Ho- only Homer succeeds through an impossible act of physics again. Uh, in luck. Sheer blind luck, where he, sheer blind luck. He yep. jack jackknifes his truck. It flips. Does I think it does like a maybe two full rotations overneath the, the the blockade and just lands on the other side. Full on one hundred percent good. No problems. Uh, truck isn't well, yeah, damaged I mean, at n- all. That's that's how life works. Relatable problems, Matt. Yep. And I think, do they think that Homer has always succeeded only through blind luck? As far as I can tell, yeah. Okay. That's
1: that's all they could think
0: of. Okay. I I just that that rationale explains a lot of season ten. That it they they fully like they see that like that's the thing. It feels like I don't think it's a coincidence that the Gump roast is this the same in the same uh se- like it's in season what twelve I think it's in the teens. It is in the Scully years. Because I feel yeah. like they—that is what they see Homer as. Except they also misplace. Like Forrest Gump and Homer share a lot of things. Like they're—they're they're both incredibly kind people at—at at, like and good at heart, and they make mistakes out of the naivete and ignorance. Uh, but I think it is interpreted as, oh no, they're just very lucky, and that's <laughs> not—that's not ever how it's. I mean, Homer has sometimes been very lucky. But I feel like he's lucky because he tries his best and is good at heart, and he gets paid in in, repaid in karma, so to speak. That's always my Mm -hmm. that's always been my interpretation is that because he tries to be a good person, he fails a lot. The world repays him with lucky situations at times, and I don't know why the truckers would consider that impure. They've been doing it for years, theoretically, with this auto drive system. I don't like. The, the show kind of, it's not like the whole world just goes crazy now with the fact that there's an auto drive system that works perfectly, apparently. Why would they stop being a trucker?
1: Yeah, right. It's like, you. I mean, in this, the show's auto drive system seems to work perfectly. So you don't really need uh to uh ha- have a trucker there. But in, in real life, you obviously still need a person there. So they still would have a job. Maybe they just wouldn't get paid as much.
0: I mean, yeah, I think that even if they're even if we ever do institute auto drive systems for a lot of vehicles, I think we'd still probably need they probably rely on real people to be there in case of whatever, right? In case of failure, emergencies, whatever. Um, it doesn't matter. They make a beanie baby joke. Very, very topical in 1999. It's that's 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 not true. Not topical. 1999. Beanie nope. babies were it was it was over by then. It was over by 1999. Um. So Homer and Bart. Make the delivery, which is market workers and some fruit product. It was a fruit of some sort. Uh, I forget what it was. Matt, you remember? I do not know. Okay. It doesn't matter because the show is like, hey, it's a throwaway joke about there's actually being there alive people back in the back of the truck and they were back there for days. Yeah. Okay. Sure. Good. That's another. It's just the layering of it. That's the problem for me. It's just they're just doubling down like every step along the way. Like, hey, this joke. Doesn't make any sense. We can think of other things that could be in the back of a truck that could be funny, but we're just going to do the migrant workers joke. Okay. So they have delivered the, the, the truck. They have, I guess, fulfilled Red's honor, whatever that is. We don't... Yeah. It doesn't... I mean, Bart even points out, like, that. we did, We barely knew Red. Uh, like, Bart forgets who Red is, and they're like, and Homer himself barely knew him, whatever. They don't have a way back home. They're just going to leave Red's truck there. I think Red owns his own truck. Feels like he is an independent trucker.
1: Yeah, so I guess whoever... You know, gets all of red stuff, whether it
0: be the state or some relatives. We'll have to go find it. I guess so. Very, uh, it's very kind of Homer and Bart to do that for them. For them, but they don't have a way home. Uh, except they see that there is a train going to Springfield full of napalm. Of course. So they 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 thank God for His blessing, and they they do that. Which, I'm sure. I'm, if I'm gonna take the rest of this episode, yeah, sure, okay. Yeah, right. Uh, yeah, right. It's napalm. Yes, that's how that works. You know, all those nap, all those loads of napalm you see on trains. <sighs> okay, we go back. Uh, go back to the B plot. It, the, which this is the ending of the episode. Uh, the the repeating doorbell has driven the town insane, and they are riding. Uh, I, I guess gathering, not quite writing yet, gathering and angry at the Simpsons' house. Uh, fortunately, Senior Ding Dong saves the day.
2: Simpson, you, I'm, God you God God God. 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 I'm really sorry,
0: everybody, but I've tried
2: everything. I'm afraid we're just going to have to learn to live with it. No, 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 no dice! All right, Chimey, this time the bell tolls for thee. Huh? just a marketing gimmick. There was a time when that was true, but now I am so much more. Yeah! Mm, oh, my. Gracias, senor. Renata, nada. If you ever need me, just ring. Does anyone have any jumper cables?
1: <laughs> oh, you stinking Chevy.
0: Yes, you've tried everything, Marge, except unplugging it. <laughs> um, That's how the episode ends, with Senor Ding Dong stuck in his Chevy, which does not start. Needs, needs a jump. I mean, the best of us. Doesn't everything. Yep. You know, all of us need a, a good jump. Uh, uh, This episode's fine, I guess. It's, it's, it is it's Sunday Cruddy Sunday all over again. It, it is a wacky adventure for home. I don't home. think it's that bad.
1: Like, for some reason, I really really dislike sunday credit sunday uh i I may even be the character of wally kogan this is dumb but doesn't offend me the way sunday credit sunday did
0: i i don't know if it's (laughs) like it reminds me a lot of it because things just happen and there's not and it's really just like sunday credit sunday was literally hey they go to super bowl and this is literally hey they become truckers it's not like yeah. there's reasons for any of it. They meet a guy, have a eating contest with him, and then Homer takes his life for some reason. Like, there's no reason for why would Homer do that? Like, I understand Homer is 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 fickle and impulsive, but it's not like he like knew red or like they, there's no they never give you a real like they don't try. To give you a reason that no. any, you don't try to give you a reason any of things happen. Like at least Marge and Lisa want a new doorbell because they're bored. Like that's, a, that's reasonable. That's something.
1: See, yeah. One of the things I was just thinking about, that popped into my head. It's like, Hey, how about, uh, the truckers have a code that says that Homer as Red's killer has to take over for him. Boom, a reason right there rather than Homer just randomly deciding well, to be a trucker.
0: I mean that's the thing, Matt. I think it's not just that. there's a lot of things that's just one reason like that's just the start of the plot. There's a lot of stuff in this episode like it there's no, like it there's nothing that has reason, and like that's the kind of emblematic of this season as a whole is like things just happen and they're there to prop up jokes it's not It's not the other way around, you know the jokes aren't the jokes are propping up the plot versus character there's no, like, they're not, the characters aren't making choices. There's no agency. And I've said this, I said this last week, this is not as bad, because it is not like, I think the episodes that are really really hurting us is the episodes where Homer is just dumb or mean for no reason. This is just like, hey, wacky stuff is happening for no reason. That's a little bit more palatable. You know, it it has, like, I kind of, I like that first act, honestly. I like, like, if that went somewhere with that for some reason i think i like this episode a lot more it says just a bunch of wacky stuff happening it's cartoonish it doesn't even try to engage with the reality at any point um the, the Senor ding song senior dong is like there at the end he's a like it's a funny cute idea it is just sunday credit sunday again with marge and lisa yeah. doing the same beat plot we'll rank it at the end of the show um it's time for our next segment which is usually my favorite episode. Which there are no submissions. If you do have a favorite submission, if you do have, have a submission for my favorite episode, send it in to submissionpod at gmail explaining why a certain episode is your favorite. However, we will be a, a, amending. This is a, like a dueling segments, I, I guess. Where if I, you know, we've seen some episodes recently that are atrocious um, in this season. You know, we've had four new episodes that are all on the bottom of the list. They're all worse than the 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 old. The old owner of the worst episode ever, uh, which is Homer's Odyssey, which is not even—I don't think it approaches any of those episodes and how bad it is. Um, I think Homer's Odyssey is just a fine episode. You know, it is not gr- not good, but it is not terrible. Um, but all the recent four episodes that have taken over on the bottom list are broken. I would say, and so moving forward, if we encounter a broken episode, we will fix that episode. But the question is, Matt, is this episode broken?
1: I don't know if I would call it broken. I mean, looking back at our uh, our list of best episodes ever, um, I would probably say the bottom four or five I would definitely consider broken. So uh, I don't think it was last week, but the Marge Simpson and screaming uh, last week's make room for Lisa, Marge Simpson screaming, Yell, honkers, kidney trouble, we need to start. Those are fundamentally broken, dead episodes. I don't think this is broken. It's just. A little underdeveloped.
0: Right. So I don't think this episode is broken. Therefore, we don't need to fix it. However, whenever we encounter broken episodes in the future, which we will, no doubt about it, I am 100% certain we will encounter worse episodes. Worse episodes than the ones we've already seen. We will fix it. But not this week. Uh, we can move on to our next segment. It's time for comments from the news group. Okay, here we are. Alt.nerd.obsessive. It comes to newsgroups. Right? I comb through the old alt.tv.simpsons newsgroups. See what people are talking about a week or two after an episode debuted. What they thought of the episode. What other stuff comes up. Uh, they didn't. People didn't like this one, Matt. You know, it's weird.
1: Uh, because I felt like Sunday or Crazy Sunday well enough, and like you mentioned, it's pretty much the same episode. It's just a little more funny rather than just uh, relying on you know, football jokes and cameos. Instead, it's kind of sort of trucker jokes and just Homer and Bart, you know, being jerks. So. I really wonder where the disconnect is.
0: I mean, I think one, I think the th- that's not the thing that stands out to me. The thing that stands out to me is the fact that they liked last week's episode a lot more than this oh, one. Oh, yeah. Well. Which, I mean, I think I think largely it is the intent. I think that is what people are criticizing. I think last week's episode was going for emotional beats. You know, I, we both think it failed spectacularly, but it was going for it. It was trying for this. This was unabashedly wackiness not clear and I think people recognize it recognize the Sunday Credit Sunday and see it repeating and they can see that formula just like we can uh, here's a sampling of reviews. Can't we have a simple bonding episode where bonding actually occurs? The entire episode was almost entirely zaniness and just left me feeling flat. Can we have one episode where the laws of physics are observed from beginning to end? I hate to do this, but I'm giving this episode my standard grade for non-effort. F. This episode was nearly abominable. Homer being a trucker has to be the dumbest, most innate job he's had yet. Is there anything funny about this premise? Hardly. The setup of the slaughterhouse was too dark to be funny. The climax of the truckers chasing Homer for squealing about the scam was kind of good. As well, as the conclusion of the doorbell subplot. It saves this episode for me even lower grade still maximum horror drives was full of un jokes in an un story making this the 10th worst episode of all time homer wow. homer acts like a boar goes on another wacky adventure and somehow things work out i did like the subplot it was similar in spirit to the egg subplot from sunday credit sunday but on the whole more successful scenes with wheelhouse and later the Jehovah's witnesses were definitely the funniest of the episode but in the end the episode was harmless and forgettable so there you go some samplings of some reviews. They that's largely what people like. There's I think one person liked it a lot. Everyone else was pretty heavy on the critiques, which mostly I agree with. Um yeah. also, so uh also someone chimed in about the obvious influence on the slaughterhouse and their steak challenge uh, and their comment. Are you hungry? I mean, really hungry. John Jensen has a place for you. There really is a restaurant in Texas called the big Texan that has a contest for eating a big steak dinner, but it's the 72 ounce one that Homer scoffed at, not a 16 pounder. Eat the whole thing in an hour and it's free. Failing is about 50 bucks. Amarillo, Texas for those interested billboards all the way across the state or ask any trucker anywhere. I mean, from any state it's known across the country. So 72 ounce steak is the challenge, the actual big Texan. Which so, yes, Homer's complaint is <laughs> that the challenge isn't big enough. I think. Could you eat a 72 ounce steak, man? You think if you really wanted to?
1: God, no. Like, as I have gotten older, I cannot eat anywhere close. Like, it's gotten to the point now where I look at buffets and I'm like, I just can't eat enough to justify the price. But the selection
0: you can do, you can eat any of that garbage food.
1: Actually, uh, we just got back from visiting my sister-in-law in Mississippi, and the Beau Rivage Casino uh, has a buffet that is normally about twenty-three dollars, but since it's a holiday weekend, it's about thirty-three. And they had quite the selection. They had crab legs, a whole bunch of nice-looking sushi, just some surprisingly good stuff. I don't know if it was worth thirty-three dollars. I definitely didn't eat that much, but you know my wife's crab leg addiction. It was sated for the evening.
0: I well, know that's what you just that's all you eat are the crab legs. That's like you stack plates full of crab legs and sushi and
1: the crab legs are way too much work for how much how little you get out of them.
0: <laughs> I know, but that's the most that's the most expensive thing there. You, you get that in oh, the yeah. prime rib, that's what you hit. But I I don't think I could do seventy two ounces. I've eaten like I've eaten twenty four ounce steak I think once, and that was with all the sides. That was I, I believe the big Texan. I've seen this on a I think some television show. Also requires you to eat all the sides, which is a salad, a biscuit. A mashed potato, I think. So you have to eat the sides along with it, which takes up a lot of space. I could yeah. probably, I could, I think I could do thirty-six ounce steak if I really had to, but I don't think I. That's half, even. That's like still not even close. Ah, that's it Uh for news group. We can move on to our next thing It's time for the listener question of the week. Let's try one more number. <laughs> Yellow.
2: KBBL's is going to give me something stupid. Well hot dog. We have a wiener.
0: Yellow. So, our list of this week is, what is your favorite Simpsons company? A lot of great answers. I appreciate everyone took the time. Uh, First from Matthew, Allied Biscuit is such a great name. Also, I don't think it's ever referenced out loud, but one of the background stories companies that always makes me laugh is Toys L. Us in Springfield's Chinatown. (laughs) Uh, From Kyle, Gorman's Ear Guards. Guard your ears, Matt. With Gorman's. Yep. Daniel, the the joint venture of Matsumara Fistworks and... Tamaribuchi, heavy manufacturing concern. Join me or die. Can you do any less? That's right, fishbulb. Uh Jonathan, seeds, feed, and seed. Formerly Chucks. We always get that. <laughs> Everyone's favorite. Everyone's favorite. Ashley, obviously any place located in the hammock district. Specifically hammocks RS, put your butt there and swing low, sweet chariot. Hammock's by uh was it hammock, Hammock's by Irene? Irene? Uh yes,
1: that's the one where uh she gets Irene hammock, gets in the hammock, in the hammock
0: with, hammock with you. Yeah. From Joe, Compute Global Hype Hi- Compute Global Hyper Mega Net. Uh, Alistair, Simpson's sperm bank, put your sperm in our hams, always makes me laugh. Ugh. Ugh. <laughs> Gross. Uh, Abby, certain lecture plumbing, because they give me the tough love I want from my plumbers. I told you not to flush that. Very good. <laughs> uh, Rob, Lil Bastard, creators of Little Bastard Clock Tampering Kit, Little Bastard Travel Kit, Little Bastard General Mischief Kit, and Little Bastard Brainwashing Kit. I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm, did they ever put out, like, a little... I think I'm thinking in the nineties, there were, there were other like things that were like similar to this, like little, like, I, I remember owning a book that you could, that was basically like, it wasn't a, it wasn't necessarily pranks, but it was like weird things you can do as a troublemaking boy. I remember that. And the book was like, that specific, does sound familiar. Like, I remember specifically the thing it was, you can mail shoes in the mail without packaging if you really want to. And I'm like, that's a lot of things. I know. But I think as an eight year old kid, I was entranced by it. Like, oh, I could just put a shoe in the mail. The mailman would go crazy. And it's just the dumbest. It's an, like, that's what an eight year old kid thinks. Um, from Kevin. Emotionally, it's Globex. But really, it's probably Krusty Brands. Uh, Holly, I had to go with Chipos simply because of the great mascot. LL, Uh Tom, the Internet King, perhaps he can provide faster nudity. That's what we're all looking for. Uh it
1: really is. The internet's just never fast enough for appropriate nudity.
0: Rick at Rick Weidman. Uh for me after Clomp Compu Global Hyper MegaNet, Globex Pound Motors, Osaka Seafood Concern, and Laramie. Ooh, that sweet sweet Carolina smoke. It's a tie for six between table time and allied biscuit. Very good. Uh the professor is yes, I Woodkent. Sterners Pot Palace, man, that is flagrant false advertising. <laughs> Zach at Zach Kowalski. The makers of crab juice. Ooh, I'll take the crab juice. Lauren at El Columbia eighty eight. A EconoSaver being the only business we see being added to Homer's Revenge List. Hashtag new homers Club. Sal of Troy at Salvador Vieira 1. Pal Motors because people don't want cars named after old Greek broads. <laughs> they might. They don't know who uh, Aphrodite. <laughs> what, if they will be named uh, after. Brooke the, Girl, uh, Brooke the Girl from Mars at Sharon Signs. CompuGlobal HyperMeganet. And ChomSkin. Does ChomSkin count? I'm going to say it does. ChomSkin, sure. ChomSkin can count. Nothing wrong with ChomSkin. Uh, Tom at a nope. kitten. The Box Factory, followed by that other store. He has a picture of the fireworks factory. Uh, Zach at Zach Robbins. If your answer isn't the GlobeX Corporation, you don't deserve a business hammock. I didn't give you my coat. Uh, Jason at Real J Williams. Compute Global Hyper Mega Net because they have the internet on computers now. Very popular answer. Matt, what is your answer?
1: Uh, I'm gonna have to go with the little bastard set because uh, I feel like that is a, a good way uh, for a young child to learn about the world and how, th- especially how things work. You want to learn how a clock works, you get the little bastard clock tampering kit. Uh, you want to work, learn, figure out uh, psychology, the little bastard brainwashing kit. They're important for kids to know, so they're doing society a service.
0: <laughs> this is this is like a white hat hacker. Is this your angle on these? It's yeah, it's probably more of a gray hat thing. Oh, okay. you know, that's where we all learn. All right, got it i think my answer is kind of i don't know if it's exciting but crusty crusty brand crusty brand everything it's reliable in that it's terrible and it always will be and you can always go back to them they're always bad and it's always a good joke for crusty to have created a product and it's terrible i feel like they've gotten away from crusty brand stuff lately
1: i know it's, it's one of the weird things they've dropped that i feel like they could bring back very easily yeah,
0: it's all. It felt like it all. It always worked. Like it's never like they don't care about Krusty growing. So why does it matter if he always has bad products? I think it's always he's always a big yeah. sellout. Um, next week's question, inspired by season ten as a whole. What is the most unrealistic unrealistic thing the show's ever done? Oh man, I have an answer already. But I'm gonna think about this. It might. I I sometimes I read the listeners' answers and I go, oh, that's actually better. <laughs> you're right. No, you're right. Uh, so I'll post this question on all social media, facebook.com slash the Simpsons Show Pod on Twitter at Simpsons Show Pod, and you can email us at Pod at gmail.com. Um, uh, answer a question, and you might be on the show. Thank you everyone who takes the time. Guess what, Matt? What's that? It's time for the No Google Cherry Challenge. I am too smart. I am too smart. S-M-R-T. I mean s m a r t No Google Cherry Challenges for Matt and I. Each challenge each other with three trivia questions, one easy, one medium, one hard. Try and stump the other... I am a scant two points behind Matt on the season. So close. But yet, so far, so within reach. Uh, I'll start us off, man. You ready for an easy question? Yes, sir. These are all from Secrets of a Successful Marriage. Ooh, okay. Your easy question. Homer does what to alleviate his anxiety about his intelligence?
1: He starts teaching a class on marriage at the, lo- the Adult Learning Annex. You are correct. <laughs> that was an easy question. Thanks. All right, your easy question. Which of Marge's sisters dated Principal Skinner? Oh, God, you're going to make me
0: do this, aren't you? Yep. Oh. You had a 50-50 shot. (laughs) I know. It's... Hmm. Man. (laughs)
1: Patty. You are correct. It was Patty. She's the one who actually doesn't like men, but only did it because Skinner (laughs) fell in love with her first on accident.
0: Yes, which... that's a little bit of a... It's a little retconny. But yeah, you have to. That's sure. Um, Your medium question, Matt. Uh, What hand of cards does Homer have at poker at the beginning of the episode? And I will give you an extra point if you can identify exactly the cards he has. Oh,
1: um, I believe he has a straight flush. Uh, He's winning and not knowing it, obviously. Um, But as for the cards he has... Uh, let's see, I'm I'm gonna go ahead and say I I don't know a hundred percent, but I'm going to say that it is uh the nine of spades through the ace of spades. The ace of, of the spades. Flush you have. The ace
0: of spades. No, it is uh you're right. It's you're correct. It is a straight flush. Good job. But it is a five of hearts through nine of hearts. Oh okay. Dang. No. Uh, oh, well. No motorhead. What's my medium question? All right. Uh,
1: what weapon does Tom lend Bart for show and tell in Brother from the Same Planet?
0: Oh, it is. Do I have to get the exact name right? Yes. Oh man, because I know what it is. I just don't know. I can't remember the exact name for it. Because it is a. It's a. He shoots Martin with it, and he he kind of shuts down. It's like a brain disrupting ray. But he got it. Tom got it from the Air Force or something. Right. Um. Man. And you thought these were too easy? I worried. I know the I know the hard
1: one is hard, so I'm gonna oh. let you know now.
0: Oh, thanks, thanks, Matt. I appreciate that. Um, is it a? I forget if they call it a ray gun or not. It's like a. I think he uses the word neuron in it. I want to say because it feels like a very right way to describe that gun. It's like a neuron disrupting ray. I don't remember. That's what I got. You're so very close. Uh, it is a neural disruptor. Neural disruptor. I don't get I don't get points for that? Come on.
1: Uh, Come on,
0: man. I, uh, I suppose I could give you one point. You were pretty close. Neural disrupting. Neuron disrupting, right? And a neural disruptor? Really? That's what I get? Yep. Okay. Mm-hmm. Your hard question. What stores does Marge drive by that remind her of Homer?
1: Oh, gosh. Um... I have no idea what the names are. Uh, uh, I'm going to give up easy on this one. No clue.
0: There's three of them. They are Broken Home Chimney Repair, splitsville Ice Cream Sundays, and finally, Painful Memories Party Supplies.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Painful
0: but Which is pretty good. That is beautiful. That's pretty good. What's my hard question, man? All right,
1: so your hard question for today. What is the fold-in puzzle on the back of the inmate in Margin Chains?
0: Oh, God. It's a Mad Magazine reference um it is i don't remember i i think yeah of all the classic cure episodes i think margin of change is the one i've seen the least i think i've seen margin chains honestly oh. like four times in my whole life um uh, and three of those times were a long time ago than our most recent our episode about it uh, i like you want the joke that it tells or just describe it uh, what does it say when it's spread out, and what does it say when it's folded oh, in? I have no idea, Matt. I don't know what is it.
1: <laughs> okay. Uh, the when it the the fully folded out position is uh, what kind of scum would I marry, and when it's folded in, it's what me worry. Good, got it.
0: I knew it was uh, something about the that that lady's ex, but I couldn't. Yeah, there is nothing I could. I can't remember. Uh any of that, man. Now I'm down an extra point this week. Mm, not acceptable. I need to do better. That's what we all tell ourselves. <laughs> kind of. I do have some bonus episode, a bonus episode. A bonus trivia for you, Matt. Oh, okay. These are from John. Uh, John's been very good about sending these in. I appreciate him. Uh, these are all from. I Can't remember the name of the episode. Uh, uh Bart on the yeah. road. Bart on the road. They're all from Bart on the road. What is the airline principal Skinner uses to fly to Hong Kong at the start of the episode? Oh gosh. Um I have no idea. Sky Aerolestica. Jesus. Okay, what are the three issues Skinner has with his booked flight to Hong Kong? Um he
1: booked the one leaving Saturday morning, not Friday morning. He booked the uh window seat not the aisle seat and he specifically requested not to have the kosher meal
0: you're very close man so so close oh. it is he asked for a center seat been given an aisle seat oh that's right which skinner is the weirdo who would have asked for a center seat yeah right what investment does martin choose in the futures market making him a temporary millionaire soy correct after getting his fake id what movie does bart take millhouse and nelson to see i believe it is naked lunch that is correct what does Martin call his robotic toy dog after earning $600?
1: Oh, um, it's like Tipsy or something.
0: Very close. Flipsy is the name. Flipsy. According to Bart's alibi, where is the Grammar Rodeo being held? Toronto? The Sheraton Hotel, Canada. Oh. <laughs> it doesn't even <laughs> I say, specify. I don't remember
1: a city. I it, feel like I should remember a city. It
0: doesn't specify one. Where is Lisa going in the summer on holiday? Uh, bird camp to learn about Owls. That is correct. Where's the home and holiday destination of the family, including a dad of three? He turns around to go home after Nelson slaps the back of his head. Where are they going back to? Both. Where are they going to and where do they go back to? Oh, uh, they are
1: going to Disney World and they're going, they have to go back to Winnipeg.
0: Cape Canaveral and Winnipeg is the correct Cape Canaveral. Answer. Not Disney World. And finally, Matt, what are the three courier assignments we see Bart take? We see him actually take? the The three we hear.
1: Oh, the 3 we here. Okay. Uh, it is uh, the the uh, organs to China, uh, the Big Macs to Marlon Brando's Island, and then finally the safety console to Springfield.
0: Are eyes in Oregon. Yes, they are. Okay. Human eyes to Hong Kong, uh, the Big Macs, 500 Big Macs to Marlon Brando's Island, and the T-437 safety command console to Springfield. I guess you get that right now. I guess we can give you that one. Well, thank you. I appreciate it. You're a little bit, little bit non-specific about the organs. Sorry, I it, just I, it, I didn't it, think that it, was you it need to clarify. It didn't name the exact number of Big Macs that Marlon Brando wanted.
1: Oh, I, is there a number? What the
0: what's the number? It's five hundred Big Macs. Oh, well, that only lasts him a few days. Burn on dead Marlon Brando, Matt. How dare you? Well,
1: yeah, I mean, if, if someone was shipping Big Macs out to my island, I don't I don't want to eat them in a few days. I mean, they're gonna be gross after two or three. You freeze them, you'll be fine. Mm hmm. <laughs>
0: Uh, We can move on. That's terrifying. We can move move on to our final segment. Segment made every single episode. It is time for best episode ever. Best episode ever. Best episode ever. is part of man. I rank the episodes categorically as we watch them chronologically, eventually compiling a list of every episode ever and how good they are. So, Matt, you said this was better. You said this is better than Sunday, Cruddy Sunday.
1: Not by a lot. But just something about that episode, I think it's just all the, the one and done guest stars that really make me mad. And the fact that I, I don't know, just something about it, I, I really don't enjoy. Uh, I do enjoy egg magic more than senior ding dong. But, you know, uh, it's, I think it is ever so slightly better than that.
0: OK, is it better if it's better than Sunday, Carly Sunday? Is it better than dance and Homer? Oh, um,
1: I I don't know. Um I would definitely say Viva Ned Flanders, which is a couple above Danson and Homer, is better, but Simpson Tide, Dance and Homer, uh, Maximum
0: Homer Drive, they all seem about the same to me. Do you have any strong feelings? Uh, strong feelings? I have strong feelings this yeah. episode's not very good, but other than that, I don't really trying to argue which of these surface to among the surface, of, like on this tide pool that we have amassed here with algae <laughs> floating. Uh huh. Precariously, on the tide doesn't really mean a, a whole bunch. I think I don't think it's better than Barth the Genius. I know it's I know that okay. Barth the Genius is better than this. Uh, I want to I want to say I don't know. I, I I frankly like you're right in that Sunday Credit Sunday has a lot of more like meaningless guest stars, but I, okay. I think the first act in this episode is actually decent. I think that will carry it higher than Sunday Credit Sunday, but I don't think it's better than Dancing Homer. I, I think you I definitely agree with that. I, I don't know. I think I don't think this episode like is particularly funny, is the problem. Like, I didn't,
1: it I, tries to be, it tries to be its main thing, but it's just not.
0: No, that's the thing. Like, it, I, 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 I think Dance and Homer is not particularly hilarious either, but it at least gets the character stuff down. Uh, Simpson Tide is like aside from the weird penguins and zombie Len at the end, actually holds together very well. Viva Ned Flanders like, is wacky and zany, but it makes sense, you know, like, as a, as a, like, it tries to do way too much in way too short a time, but, like, it leads from A to B to C, like, there's no re. I don't know. I think this is just below Dancing Home, right above Sunday Cruddy Sunday. I don't, I like, I think Sunday Cruddy Sunday has its, has some ser- charms to it. I think Egg Magic is one of them, but the, this episode is messy wacky not particularly good it's fine yeah it's fine you know it is that watchable fine episode that if you don't think about it too much is fine but the moment you start thinking about it which hey guess what for the people who have over 200 episodes of a simpsons podcast guess what that's that's what we do we think about this stuff <laughs> it doesn't hold up uh so maximum home drive number one ninety seven on our list, right below Dancing Homer, right above Sunday, Creddy Sunday. Last on our list is still When You Dish Upon a Star at two oh seven. Number one is Homer's Enemy. Still holding strong. What's our next episode, Matt? Our next episode.
1: Let's see. Oh, uh it will be Yeah, I'm not sure how I feel about this one. Simpson's Bible Stories anthology.
0: Yeah, this is their first this is the first of the, the trilogy episodes. The the non trials of horror, basic trilogy episodes, which change from year to year. You know, this is a Bible stories. Sometimes it's tall tales. You know, the there's the trilogy of error. There's you know they do this. They this starts a trend. Um, I don't remember this whatsoever. I have no memory. I do. Uh,
1: it's uh, yeah, great. We'll see. We'll see what you think of it.
0: We'll see. Uh, that's next week. Uh, before we go, uh, you can find this list and everything else at our website. I am also changing hosts for our website, and I hope it shifts over. Okay, we'll see. <laughs> <laughs> I hope it works out. Uh, but check it out. All the links there: Facebook, Twitter, our RSS feed, our our, our uh, Patreon. If you want to help us out, throw the show a couple of dollars. We'd appreciate it. You can find me online on Twitter at Robbie Dorman. Please check out my other podcast, Handsome Boys Comics Hour. It's about comic books, and the Serial Fanaticist. It's about lots of different things i like to i want to talk about like books and and movies and uh television shows and video games and all kinds of stuff so check out that matt has recently appeared in a harry potter episode we need to do our last one harry potter seven that's true finally finish it up oh yep wrap it up wrap it up the Harry Potter. uh i think that that'll do it for us this week um matt does not participate in social media unless you're a level patreon backer you will not find him
1: that is true. I have decided, however, to upload my consciousness to the internet. That way the NSA doesn't get the drop on me. So just, you know, send an email to yourself with questions for me. I'll totally be there reading it. Don't worry. I'm good like that. I'm Robbie. And I'm Matt.
0: And I keep watching The Simpsons. Shh. <laughs>